Welcome to Champagne and Planning. My name's Eliza and I'm the owner of Eliza Jane Events. We offer full service and partial wedding planning. Whether you're tuning in as a couple that's recently engaged or a vendor that's looking to get some insight into the wedding industry, thanks for joining us and get ready to pop some champagne and listen along. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Um, so we're going to be looking at kind of behind the scenes of a wedding planner's day, um, which sometimes can be chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we were talking kind of before we got on about how um, the day of in our process, there's so many things that go into it. Um, so we'll just scratch the surface today. Oh, yes. um, but first, I just want to start off and kind of just give a little introduction and um, hear a little bit more about your business. So can you just go through, obviously, your business, tell them who you are, um, how you got into this, and then kind of what services you offer. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Miranda Quattaro, and I own Miranda Quattaro Events. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I was like going back and forth. It was so like random. I like I went to do my LLC, and I'm like, okay, we'll just use my name. Right. And if we want to change it like down the line. Yeah. So MQ Events. Mm-hmm. Um, so I offer full planning, partial planning, day of coordinating, um, a lot of just decor rental stuff yeah. along with like design. And you have some a la carte services yes. too, right? Yep. I just recently uh, did a gala. Okay. So that was yeah. my first like volunteer sponsorship event. Yeah. So that was, I, that was really interesting. I loved it. That's how I actually got it. So that's why and I'm, I'm like, I'm like comfortable doing a lot of different things. Yeah. It kind of gives you a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like that. That's one thing, even with weddings and just our job in general, is every day is different. Yes. I mean, you get like, you have a nine to five, and it's like, okay, you come and you do this, you do this. I feel like every single day is a little bit different for me. Um, And two, I think like our process, you know, like there's some days where I'm emails heavy, there's some days where I'm site visits and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But let's talk a little bit about that. So what do you feel like your day-to-day process is? It's so different. Yeah. And I'm so, so I have like three planners. Yeah. Like I write everything down. Like I'm. I was going to say, are you a written planner? Yes, very written. Um, So I work out at seven o'clock in the morning with a trainer. Love that. And then I get on and then I do cardio after. And he yells at me. He's like, get off your phone. And I'm like, no, I'm like checking my emails. Yeah. Because they, I wake up with a lot. Overdo it. I feel like for me, I'm definitely, I I used to answer emails all throughout the day and I found that it was just distracting. Like it was constantly, I was all day, like I would get to the end of the day and I said, all I've done all day is answer emails. And there's so many other things, you know, like for us, we have our style guide Mm -hmm. process or site visits or phone calls. And do you feel like, like, do you find that like some of your clients, like tend to reach out later in the day because they might be in the medical field or they might have jobs where they can't like, I feel like I'm, I'm in that in between right now where I'm like, if you have, if you have to talk at eight o'clock at night, you have to talk at eight o'clock at night. Like, you know, I, you know, you want, I want to be flexible because I feel like that's also. Yeah. And I think that's the thing too, is although this is our full-time job, I think that, you know, especially like I get a lot of West coast clients. Uh So it's always, you know, the meetings are very scattered. Um, but if we were to start at 8am and then you're taking an 8pm meeting, I mean, that day gets really, it gets long, long, yeah, you know? So, um, yes, I have done that. I've also implemented office hours. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and, and I know this podcast is both for, for vendors and for clients. So you'll see, you know, both sides that will give you kind of tips and tricks for both. Um, but office hours, I, I have them on Wednesdays. I had them this morning uh-huh. and they're just from nine to 11. They're just a 15 minute call. So my clients all have that link and they can schedule a 15 minute call. Nice. Um, okay. Whenever reason being for that is a lot of them will email something, you know, mm-hmm. and get a lengthy email. That's great. Sometimes they say, I just want to talk through something really quick, but maybe that's not just calling me randomly and I can't pick up. So they know I'm available. I'm by my phone and they can schedule, um, those 15 minute calls. But I've gotten to the point where I answer my emails. I try to take like 30 minutes to an hour and answer my emails all in the morning yeah. and then do other things mm-hmm. because like, you know, like you said, there's a lot of emails sometimes. A lot. Sometimes I'll answer them at 6 a.m. And then by like probably 4 o'clock, it's full again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do we get here? <laughs> well, then I decide like if I'm going to post on social media. Right. Or if I'm just going to like interact with other people. Yeah. Now, do you use any, and kind of getting into one of our other um, things here is like platforms that you use. What platforms do you find helpful? Do you use any scheduling platforms for? No. Okay. I'm very... Very yeah. old school. That's okay. No, I'm I'm still like getting into yeah like the things I want to use because I know I'm gonna need to. Like, if I shown you showed you my calendar, you'd be like, "Oh my god, you're crazy!" It's like <laughs> pencils, pen, yeah, scribble. Um, no, I don't use anything like like that. Yeah. Yeah, I found that for a while I was doing that. For me, I'm not a big social media person. I have to say, so me either. But I'm like learning. Yeah, it stresses me out a little. So um, I have started using Planoly to schedule a lot of yeah. that. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna try that then. Yeah, it works well. And then um, little shout out to my social media manager, Larissa. Um, social by Larissa. She does an awesome job too. She um, manages our page. Oh, awesome. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, CRM platform. So right now, uh, I, and I know you said a lot of stuff is written, things like that. Have you looked into any CRM platforms like HoneyBook or oh, I would I've, HoneyBook for, I've for looked into HoneyBook. So yeah. I'm so used to like country club corporate vibes yeah. of like their CRMs and having to learn those. And I'm like, there's yeah. got to be something. To, I almost want to create my own. Okay. I'm so glad Should you said create that. Our own? I know. Yeah. I, I've thought about it because. because our co- like our process is very custom, right? And yeah, you want it. You want a CRM that fits that. And I do love HoneyBook. Um, there's definitely some great features to that, and I, I found that really helpful mm-hmm. um, to kind of streamline our process. Um, so I have questionnaires built in there for clients, and so I'm not constantly recreating the way. Yeah. But there is sometimes I'm like, I want to do it a little differently, and I want it to be a little bit more custom. So I, I like, thought about that. I like the questionnaires, but I just answer them in person. Yeah. And then I write everything down. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And then I just like translate it into like a document and send yeah. it to them. That is great. It's just old like, school. I need to like stick it. It is. It is. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm like an in person. I'm just going to convert you. <laughs> you can use my discount code. <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm going to. Because I think then you'll find that like, I don't know. When I started using, I didn't realize that I was making my life harder until I had HoneyBook. And right. then I'm like, Oh, wow. And it does, the initial creation of those questionnaires took forever. Right. But now that we have them built, now it is simple. Well, it's very important. Like, yeah. All the, you know, like how, you know, if they want an arbor, like just everything, everything that's going to go into like our responsibilities and making sure, mm-hmm. you know, and every, everything is so different. Yeah. 
And I want to talk about in a little bit, I want to talk about rentals because um, I know we both have a little different view on that too. And, and, and you're changing a little bit with how you feel on it. So we'll come back to that. But um, I want to move over for our clients because um, we've been talking a lot for vendors. Got you. We gave you a lot of vendor content. Okay. So if you're a wedding planner now, you know what to do. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the difference between a venue coordinator and a wedding planner because yeah. You know, if you're if you're getting married, and I know because I worked corporate at a hotel and then I worked at a country club, you know, if it's April and you're getting married in August, we're not your your wedding is not at the top of the mm. pile. Mm. Where for us, like we're they're hiring us privately to assist with their day, like that that is a priority for us. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that your mm. venue isn't taking your event serious, like the week of your event, they'll have a meeting about it and they'll execute it the way they execute every other one. That's, I love that you said that because <laughs> yes, I, and I think that's where for a while, I think what we've done is kind of compare the two roles. They are two totally different roles. Yes. We have so many venue coordinators that we have great relationships mm -hmm. with. And I know you do too. Yeah. Um, and they are crucial for our process. And I feel like we are crucial for their process. Mm -hmm. But I think they're so different roles. They, venues are executing a lot of, you know, sometimes they're one, you know, a wedding a weekend, but that's not really common anymore. As you're, as you know, it's, they have a wedding on Friday, they have a wedding on Saturday, maybe they have a brunch on Sunday or even another wedding on Sunday. And it's a three wedding weekend. And now we're seeing even venues that are doing weddings during the week. Yeah. There is no way it's impossible. Like my brain can hold a lot, but there is no way when you take the number of weekends in a year, if you look at how many weddings they're doing, they do not know the ins and outs. No. And oftentimes, uh, you know, even the person that maybe you're meeting with or the venue coordinator is there for a portion of the day, but and not necessarily the they're leaving at a, maybe they're leaving after ceremony or they're leaving at a certain point. Whereas you and I are there for the duration. Oh yeah. And we know all kind of the behind the scenes planning. Um, and so I think let's talk a little bit about the roles between the two. And, and you mentioned before, um, so if you can kind of go through it, what you see as the venue coordinator's role? Cause I know you said like, we come in, we see these things are set up. They take care of that. Yes. And then where we kind of. So when I that. was, I think two coordinator is starting to be like a new phrase because mm -hmm. I know in the hotel and so in the hotel I had more of like a leadership captain event position and then at the country club I was the event manager so I would be in charge of the whole staff so making sure they arrived on time making sure the uniforms were you know up to the standard making sure they were on break making sure they knew exactly I mean I would have a packet for them every day so like again like you know to you know, it's just another packet. Yeah. It's just another event. Um, you're managing so much more, though, than oh yeah, what's going on with bride and groom. Mm -hmm. You're focusing on the venue because you work for the venue. Yeah, you know, and making point. sure the appetizers are going to be ready to go out. Make sure the champagne. Make sure all those moving parts. You know, so we can properly execute the food because that's like the venue houses the event, and they're very important. And I think it needs it's they need to be able to do their job efficiently. And I know as someone in that role, I was not always able to do my job efficiently because, I mean, that's a whole nother ball game. But, you know, you need to have the layers. You need to have people that want to work and value the day. Yeah. 
And I think that that's also, you know, that's also a controversial topic of like, you know, you have servers and you have people there setting up and, you know, it's, it might be just a job to them. Yeah. For us, we're like, you know, it's very special and yeah. it's more than a job. Mm-hmm. And so like, I feel like, you know, and, and places do, to, do vary. And I'm learning too, is like every place has a different kind of like policies and procedures. And I call it layers, but it's like really positions. But like, you know, you might have like a director of catering, an events manager, a cat. Like I know when I was in management, I had an assistant, a captain, and like a lead server. So like that's layers there too. Mm-hmm. And it all doesn't mean that those jobs are, are always met either. And that's something you know? actually, yeah, I love that you brought up the fact, you know, that it is a job. And, and I think that that's something we don't ever want this to happen. But I remember I had a client a couple of seasons back. Um, they were a full service client and a venue that we've worked with, have great relationships with, um, but twice in their planning process early on, we got an email and said, you know, this person has left, which was the venue coordinator at the time, you know, or the event, which is very common. And then not even seven months later, you know, a lot of my full search clients book a year out. So seven months later, the person left again, this was, this was a few months before their mm-hmm. wedding. Um, and at this point, you know, my client didn't feel stressed. Why didn't they feel stressed? Because they have us, right? So yeah, yeah. they were like, well, I know Eliza's got it. So it's fine. But I have seen in those groups that we were part of, oh my goodness, my venue coordinator just switched. I'm worried about my day, blah, blah, blah. That's the thing to realize here. And um, I pulled something from one of your posts. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't, I didn't I, prepare. I, no, I, I, I didn't love prepare that. you for this, but. No, this is great. Uh, Miranda said in one of her recent posts, event planning is my passion. I find it exhilarating to be involved in the process of creating unforgettable experiences for people. Um and she goes on to say, you know, for me, event planning is not just about the logistics and the details, but the creativity and artistry that goes into designing an event um, that truly reflect, reflects the personality and vision of the client. And so I think so many times people don't realize that, like, these are our babies. This, yeah. our businesses, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but there's so much that we put into it. And so when we get to your day, in our brains. Mm-hmm. We don't even sleep the night before. We, we sleep a little, but exactly. we're, we're ready to go at 4 a.m. because we ready already see everything that's going to unfold. And you said in here, like, we want it to unfold seamlessly. That's how I feel about every event that I mm-hmm. do is that I, every single event, we have a debrief after and I say, what went well and what could we have done better? Because- yeah. I, I used to do that a lot. And um, I used to do that a lot when I was managing, but I found, you know, after three days, after three yeah. events that are huge like yeah. I mean people are people like yeah. you know burnout is real yeah that was another reason why I started my own and now I'm like able to control what I do even though I probably do more than the most person will do because mm-hmm. I'm because that's just my personality but like I used to really feel for people and that's why I feel for all the turnover in the industry yeah. I have a few venues too that I've been in touch with their venue coordinators and they're like oh this is our first season and I'm like okay I'm like, well, when, once you have, like, a few weddings under the belt, like, can we, like, you know, have a time to talk? And just so you can, I can see how you guys typically run the day. And, you know, I'm I'm very big on, like, boundaries. Like, this is their, you know, they're employed at this place. Mm-hmm. Our bride and groom are contracted with them. Yeah. They're contracted with us. We all need to work together as a team. 
And I think when you shy away from that, the team, is when there's errors. And that's when I'm not happy. Let's talk a little bit about uh, client expectations. Um, And I think for this one, for me, is maybe this and also family dynamics. There's a lot of expectations for day of. Um, Whether that is the design of the day, seeing the vision come to life, Sometimes there's family players and sometimes they are also a key player financially. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you see that unfold? And have you had any interactions that were good or even ones that you kind of had to manage that maybe didn't go so well? So I always ask my couples, I even ask, even if it's not a full plan, I ask everyone, like, when you think of your wedding day, what do you think about? How do you see the day unfolding? Yeah. And I say, like, you know, if money was no object, what are the three biggest things you want for your wedding? Is it a band? Is it an open bar? Is it the ambiance? And I'm like, focus on three, because when you focus on 15, you're going to get you're going to be overwhelmed and it's just not realistic. Yeah. And I think, too, I, I try and like bring everyone back to it's like people, you know, they get engaged and they want to book their venue and they they want to do everything. And it's like. It's it's all steps, mm-hmm. and it's important. I think Pinterest is great, mm-hmm. but I think too, because I've gotten a lot of my friends into like the wedding planning stuff, and like they see things and they send it to me, and it's really sweet. And I had a friend the other day that sent me, and you know, like the floating candles. Mm-hmm. I love them, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I love this. It's so elegant and simple." And it was, I want to say, probably seven hundred floating candles. <laughs> The white white tablecloths, you know, very, very simple, yes. But then there was, like, gold flatware, and I want to say, like, the flatware had, like, a design in it. And I'm like, there's nothing simple about this picture. It said it's, like, 700. So say you and I were to do that wedding. Yes. We have to put water in 700 (laughs) bases and line it up, and, like, that's going to take us a long time. (laughs) And then if you bring it back to... The flatware, you know, we'd have to rent that. The venue probably doesn't have that. Yeah. And then the water glass with the gold rim. Yeah. Like everything. It's beautiful. It's great. Let's do it. But let's also be realistic. I'm, I'm, I, I tell people, I'm like, let's let's get a bunch of quotes. Yeah. Let's, you know, because the, the, I think the decor is, is really, I'm learning, is, is very expensive. It is. Yeah. And, and it's going up with inflation. I feel like it's, there's a it's lot very of much going up have doubled or increased. Um, and we're experiencing that with clients, but I think that's a great point. Um, a picture that looks so simple logistically and, and going back to a sour topic of, of some of those Facebook groups, I have seen people post, I just need, and anytime I see the word just, I'm like, this is going to be that. I just need someone to manage the vendors, set up my wedding, and take it down. And I want to, yeah. And then they and tell I, me yeah. what they want to spend. And I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I, I knew there was a lot of hurdles when I joining it. I knew yeah. that I was going to have, but it's, it's just hard for me. It's like, you know, I would like, you know, you get your house cleaned or you get, you, you get a service and. I, I, all the time, the other day I inquired with someone, I need my house deep cleaned. She, she sent over the invoice. Okay. Yeah. I would never tell her what I wanted to pay her. Yeah. Well, and, clean the house. and in their mind, they say, I just, and, and for all of the clients that are tuning in, we want to help prepare you because 
I know that it seems like I just need this. Right, right. But the unfortunate part is we have seen that side of it. And um, we both have done weddings when we were first starting off that we were playing a lot of those roles of all of the vendors, even though we were the wedding planner. Um, And it's more than that. When you say, I just need someone to place 700 floating candles. Right. Yeah. They don't see. They understand, you know, and you, and it's not like placing on a table. Like we're going to make sure they're. The vases come wrapped in plastic. You got to take the plastic oh, yeah, off. Yeah, then sure. from there, you have well, to make sure they're all clean. You want to make sure it's like put back properly. Yeah. Well, I think too, also the venue, a lot of the venue, if they're full service, they'll help you with the breakdown. Yes. But I think too, a lot of these, they're, what about the venues? We didn't even talk about this. I don't think that you have it on here. No, that's okay. We can go off. Um, what about the venues that don't have anyone? Yeah. Then we are everything. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, or if they do have a venue coordinator and they're like really not there, like they're there, but they're not there. Yeah. Um. So I think that's what comes, but the pricing is, is tricky. And I, I mean, this, like, you know, it's very hard. I think it's, there's, there needs to be more education. Yeah. And I think when people book things, like it needs to be more specific. Cause you know, when we, we, we review the contracts, I'm like, wow, there's a lot that we can't do and they won't do. So now we're going to have to like, you know, it, it's some, some of those become very, very difficult. Yeah. And like, if you are interested in services, like, it, like I think it's even important to have a conversation and like, you know, just because like I, the dates do fill up very quickly. It's like overwhelming, like quickly, like for me, I know like for June, 2024, I have a wedding every weekend. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm like, like, oh, like, this is great. But I'm also on the stage of like, I only do one a weekend mm-hmm. where I don't know. I think I kind of want to keep it that way, you know, and kind of do like the rehearsal, the, the wedding and then the, the brunch. I love that. I think that, and you brought up something that's also really important. Weddings are becoming, especially if clients, I have a lot of clients coming from out of town. I get a lot of California clients. I get a lot of downstate clients. Um, It is not just the Saturday. It's the welcome dinner. Mm -hmm. It's the after brunch. And Love so it. we are, we're not getting to the stage anymore where, and I feel the same way. I don't want to take multiple a weekend because I want to be able to fully dedicate my time right. and maybe even space them out further. You know, every company takes on uh, a different number of weddings and, and whether, and we do as well each year, whether we book, you know, if we were to book five partial, I'm sorry, five full service clients, that is, makes our calendar look a lot different than if we were to book 20 partial clients. Um, so with your, with your full service, like, cause I feel like everyone does things differently Yeah, and it's interesting. So when I, um, contracted her, I, it was a four hundred hours and she was yeah. like, that's so much. And I'm like, I'm like, but this is how we're going to do it. So yeah. every Friday we have like an hour meeting. So you, you think a year that's 52 hours. Yeah. And then the other hours are, you know, when we do the venue tour and stuff, but I feel like when we talk on Fridays, it's like, Cause she's still like in the be- she's so cute. She's still like in the beginning stages of the planning and like I'm doing stuff on my end and she does things and then we meet on Fridays. But it's like I look forward to it. Yeah. But I but it's like you know if I had like ten of those, I think that's that's where you you kind of get into like biting off a little bit more than you can chew. I agree. So yeah. I agree where like I still keep the day offs because I think they're a little bit more manageable. Mm-hmm. 
I think I have 14 day offs this year and a few other, cause I also do month of, I'm still, I'm doing a lot right now. Cause I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, what my niche is. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's honestly, I feel like everybody is at a stage where we're always figuring out what Mm -hmm. works for us. Um, and we used to do a lot more day of and things like that. Um, and then it, it just started to be, okay, if I can spend more time on full service and full service, I haven't actually, which I should, I've told myself from start to finish, I need to keep track of the hours because full service, I don't keep track of hours. I don't, I don't keep track of anything really. I just can't yeah. bring it. Yeah. But, um, cause I love it. And I, I, that was like part of like me making it full time. Yeah. And then I still like, I still serve. Yeah. I still do that. Mm-hmm. I hope to get away from that eventually. Well, that's what people don't realize how much goes into full service. So yeah. we are at everything. everything there's there's yeah. a few things we're not, you know, there's a few, but I love that. It, we it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. You're very in the loop. You're good. To next know week, I have hair trials, you know, and like, those are moments that I don't get with my partial, which I, I really love being able mm-hmm. to be there. Um, but there is, there's so many, those 52 hours other than the 52, you know, like mm-hmm. some of that other half of those hours, they go quick. Oh yeah. Because there is so much that goes into it. Um, and so I think that that that's huge. And I love that you still do, you know, I, I offered a la carte and I've still gone back and forth about still offering. Well, I think it's a beauty of it. You could be like, yeah, uh, yeah, I want to take it. No, I don't. You know, I want to take, you know, I'm, cause I, mm-hmm. I think like you go back and forth, like after you already had, you know, some yeah. inquiries or your bookings, like, you know, maybe I would like to take that in my website. That's going to launch. It's going to kind of have like a, a custom like call, like, mm-hmm. let me know what, you know, like what your thoughts are and we can kind of plan something that's going to work for you. Yeah. Because I think sometimes I think the packages are, are, you know, they think, okay, well, if I book this and I get this, well, it's like, you know, if you're more of a visual person and you yes. want me there on the day of, but you also want me to do, you know, you want me to come to certain things and you want me to design, you know, I can still be your day of coordinator slash, you know, like, you know, kind of like build, build it on what they need exactly. Yeah. And I love the custom packaging. I do, um, which you probably see, I do a lot of Indian weddings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they, every time we're not looking at packages at this point, we're having a very in-depth conversation about what you need because they are oftentimes two to three day, you know, sometimes maybe a full week that we are helped in, you know, helping all of the pre-events. Um, and so, like you said, it's not just a Saturday or, no. you know, so yeah, no, it's, you're, like in it. you're like in the wedding, weddings. Um, like you said, we're seeing that whole weekend. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it is different. Um, and I, I love that we're getting into that. Um, my first wedding, I actually worked, this is like a fun fact. My first wedding I ever worked was a couple and they were in their eighties. Oh my goodness. And I remember being like, oh my God, I love this. How do you, because the wedding industry is constantly changing. There's new trends or things that when we started weren't a thing, mm-hmm. now are. Um, and we'll talk about a few of those, but how do you keep up with those trends? How do you find yourself like trying to stay ahead of what's going on? I spend a lot of time on TikTok. I shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I look up a lot of planners. I'm very like, I'm not like... I'll, I'll follow them all mm-hmm. and comment on things. Yeah. Like I, I'm very, you know, I look at other, other markets and, you know, maybe we won't get that. I do think the Rochester wedding market is, I think there's a lot of room for luxury. Yeah. A lot of room for more, 
micro intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a big variety. It's interesting. Over COVID, we obviously saw a lot of um, like the pop-up weddings and the micro yep. weddings. Um, we're still seeing those, some of those translate over. People have kept that idea of the small and intimate. Um, I've seen a lot of people keep the idea of small and intimate, but luxury. And I love like that. that a lot. So we still are working with some really beautiful mm-hmm. budgets, but um, on a smaller scale. Um, and then one of the things that I had written down for today, we've both seen is some changes with some guest books. Oh, um, yes. So, yeah, you know, obviously a, a traditional guest book. I get that question get a lot. What should I do for a guest book? And yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, are you going to, if you get a book, are you going to, you know, put it in the, in the attic? Like, are you going to look, are you going to read it? I'm a person that I would. And I, and I do realize I would read it. There's some people that they are going to read it. They're going to keep it on their coffee table. And and if that's the case, then I want that for you. I'm the person that would go on my bookshelf Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't know where it was. So I need something different, you know? Right. Uh, But a few ideas that I love to see coming up is this feet phone or this vintage phone um, in yes. the idea that they can leave you a message. So tell me your thoughts. on. I saw one on your Instagram. So. Oh my God. Yeah. So that was my Lincoln Hill wedding, mm-hmm. Haley and Dan. And I remember her picking up the decor from her house and she showed me the, she showed me and she's like, this is our guest book. And I'm like, Haley, I'm never going to do this. Before. How do they, do they sign the phone? <laughs> and she's like, this is like the instructions. And I'm like, okay. And so people just like pick it up and talk. And, but I'm like, is there pauses? And like, I'm like, oh my God, people are drunk. And I, I'm going to have to ask her how that was. Like, um, I'm sure like they listened to it and laughed. But then I had a friend and I actually attended a wedding a few months later. I love going to events. Yeah. Like, I love it. Yeah. Now, like, I need to a, go to more events. I need to go and like enjoy it and I'm like not, not a look. Like not look, yeah. not look at what the servers are doing. Don't look at if the linen is wrinkled. Oh, and I remember they had the guest sign book, like the the phone, and I walked up to it and I'm like, I'm like I don't know what to say. Yeah, and I'm like I love you, congratulations. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like oh my god, like how is she gonna know it's me? Yeah, it's like my voice. Like, she's gonna know it's my raspy voice. Mm-hmm. And I I like I seen a lot at Cobblestone too when I worked there, the country club. Like a lot of like your last name established like the date and like people signing i've seen the jungle pieces yeah i've seen a lot of the regular guest book i've seen the fiji polaroid yeah. guest book um and that's been heavy for that's definitely been a trend and you know the polaroid i i wonder if that's going to fade a little bit just because and all of my, I mean, I have a majority of weddings this year that are still doing it. i love the idea i just wonder you know you see how trends go and now it's like, okay, will that be one that is a little bit more overdone? And now we move to something else. Um, the the phones is interesting. I have a DJ and I did their wedding, but recently they put all of those messages on a record. Oh. I thought that was really yeah. interesting because, okay, are we going to plug a USB in? Are we going to plug it like in and, and relist it? Or are we going to play on the record bug, you know, once a year or whatever? Right, I yeah. That was cool. Um so I, I like where a lot of this these trends are going. Let's talk a little bit about, um, and I know we're getting close to the end here, but some floral trends. Are you seeing? I have a lot of wildflowers in my in my future here. <laughs> we were... I, I I have a lot of talks about about florals, and yeah, this kind of goes back to the the vendor things. Mm-hmm. I, I I stay in my lane. I'm sure you mm-hmm. do too. Mm-hmm. There's questions I don't answer because I I simply don't know. Right. I simply don't. 
And I want the, I, I want the florist to answer those questions. And I want to be there to like mediate and not mediate, like be there to support. And I get a lot of pushback on florals. I get a lot of, you know, a lot of different quotes and things. And I, and I, and I go back to my first question. Is it in your top three? Love that. Is it in your, is that, you know, is it like your, and if it is, then that's something I think you, you know, you think about in the beginning and, you know, I think the florals, well, you know, with inflation and everything like that, you know, they are going up, but I also am seeing, like I have, I I bought, of course, rose black light vases. Yeah. I love those. You know, with, you know, you can dress them up with the centerpieces. I do have a few that it's some crazy flowers. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. What do you do when it comes to like the, when you're, when you get asked questions like about other vendors? Cause we're like the manager, like we're yeah. like, you know, yeah. what do you do when you get asked sometimes questions where you can feel uncomfortable, yeah. especially if you have like a, a relationship with that vendor and you're like, they do beautiful work. Because we, I, I know I would never want people to be like, oh, Miranda at MQ, she charges so much. Yeah. Well, it's like, well. It is. Okay. I, know, I, like, yes, I love this conversation. So I'm going to start with your first point of, you said, I, you know, I stay in my lane in, in some aspect. <laughs> and I love that because I'm not a florist no. and I don't pretend to be a florist, um, first and foremost. So part of being a planner, you know, that creativity and artistry. We do the styling process. We design where we help in some packages to design the day. Our style guide process has evolved. It used to be a one page sheet of a mood board. Now it's a 25 slide presentation. And I'm I'm bringing it back in a little bit. Um, But it's something that even with floral, I'll bring some images and things like that. But I, I start by saying first and foremost, this is an ongoing conversation that after this process, we're going to take to your florist yeah. and they're going to know what's in season because how many times have I gone to, and I'm starting to learn those things, but how many times have I gone to my florist and said, this is their vision. And they say, that's great, Eliza, but that is not in season right now. Yeah. Right. And we're not going to be able to get that. And it's like, oh, okay. I didn't really think about that. Right. I've started to have that approach where I say, this is a starting point. Um, but I know that even mm-hmm. with this vision, our florist can provide a adequate substitution that isn't season. You know, oh, if right. a peony's not in season, maybe we're going with, um, you know, garden rose or something like that. So right. that's where, like you say, I defer back. Me too. And then there's that second part of it, which you said is, how do you work in an industry? And this one's more for the vendors. How do you work in the industry? We have a lot of friends in the yes. industry yeah. and you do get pushback from a client. And I have to say all of my vendors are friends. Yeah, and, me too. Um, and I've had that happen even recently where it's like, well, why does it cost as much or why is it? And I have a job in two roles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to keep those separate as much as I can in my mind. But I can, one, explain value to the client, still provide a recommendation for them based on budget and preferences. Going back to what you said as those top three, which I love that you do that. Um, where are your top priorities? Although this is what we could spend here because this isn't in your top three, I would recommend this. Yeah. And then going back to my vendor friend and making sure I can mitigate that too. Right. And say, Mm -hmm. we all know your work is stunning. This client, their priority is music and we're going to spend more of the budget in that area. And so I love that because it is sometimes you're managing multiple relationships. Yeah. And I think that's really important. 
Um, okay, so getting towards our um, final two points here, let's talk a little bit about managing stress. And you had talked about the fact that you work out at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. I love that. So on the personal level, how do you manage stress? Wedding season, it's starting so, soon. Yeah. And it's going to go. Like, I just got back from vacation and I'm like, all right, here we go. I feel good right now. Yeah. yeah. But ask me how I'm doing in August. <laughs> so I actually, it's interesting. So I was like, I feel like I was burned out for like two years. Yeah. I was doing way too much. I would work mm -hmm. in hospitality and manage and I would work other things and bartend and I, I would wait, I would do way too much. Yeah. And I don't think anyone is at any value when they're burnt out. And I've learned that and I'll never go back to that. So as of right now, I don't have any Sunday events mm. and I'm going to keep it that way. And I'm going to have Monday as an off. Mondays are mm -mm. Mm -hmm. unless you were married over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to keep Mondays, you know, two days to just mm -hmm. kind of do other things. Um, like put my phone down, go for walks, read my books. And like my social battery, I, I'm afraid. Like I talk about it all the time. It dies, but I but I don't let it die. I, I keep going, but it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. You gotta recharge it. And so I, I'm like I've learned that like just from, through experience. Um, and so I'm definitely gonna keep working out and on the weekends and and I think it's it's hard to get a good night's sleep before a wedding. Yeah. But I get up. I get my coffee. I get my cute outfit, look good, feel good. Um, <laughs> Love that. And I, yeah, I, I, I think it, like a, you know, you have to like rest your mind and yeah. kind of like, you know, still be there for all your clients. But you know, you have to get, you know, if you have a wedding on, you know, if it's Thursday and you have a wedding on Saturday, you know, that's that's the wedding that you know that's where your focus needs to be. I agree. And I think, oh, I, I don't, I never, never have had an issue where. You know, that was a pushback yeah. from other other ones. But I think it's important to just kind of, like, you have implemented those office hours, and mm -hmm. that's great. I think I need to do something with that. Or in the future, think about how I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, because I think, too, you know, you forget, like, when you're so passionate about something. Like, there's days, mm -hmm. it's not all the time, but there's been days where I'm like, I think I've worked all day. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm out, I'm out to dinner. I'm, I'm answering the phone. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. I'm emailing. I'm, I'm doing everything. And I'm like, I, but it doesn't feel like work, but it is. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it it's always going to be work because it's, mm -hmm. you don't realize that when you own your own thing and you're, you know, and, and like, I love it. Like there, I'll be sent a picture and I'm like, oh my God, love this. Can't wait, you know, to see it. And, but I think too, it's like just knowing, like knowing yourself. I think that's mm -hmm. important. It's to know yourself and to know like what you can take. Like, I think a lot of people's a hundred is like my one twenty. like I'm at 120. Yeah. And I, love and then that. I'll, and then I'll stop. <laughs> I, I think that I always want to be available. I always want to, I have to remind myself that you can't pour from an empty cup. No, like you have to, especially in wedding season, off season's a little different. Um, you know, but wedding season, I agree with you is kind of boundaries of those time. Last wedding season, I did schedule like a two biweekly, deep tissue massage. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I loved can't. it because it was, it was my one hour that yeah. I got to myself and I really loved that. Um, and I think communicating with, as long as you communicate with your clients, like your Mondays, you know, and, and I try as much as possible to do that as well is to take those Mondays off. Cause we really don't get a weekend when we work to the weekend. 
Um, oh, right. And so I think communicating with your clients, I went on vacation recently and my clients were so great, yeah. but you know, leading up to it, I was preparing them. Hey, just so you know, I'm going to be unavailable this week yeah, and, I wanna, yeah. and I want to make sure things are taken care of beforehand. And I did, and they were all so great about it. And so I think sometimes it's just that communication of saying, Hey, just so you know, during wedding season, I am unavailable on Mondays. That is my day to recharge and refresh, but I will be available for you 9am on Tuesday or whatever that looks like. Um, so I think that's huge. Working out is a huge thing for myself. Are as you well. a book reader? I wasn't, but you got me on this book. Okay. So I, I, I want to point out here just for our podcast listeners. Um, I bought an iPad just to read a book that Miranda recommended to me. She doesn't even know this. Okay. <laughs> because she had sent me the book beforehand. I forgot to order it off Amazon. And then I was like leaving for vacation. I had two days and I was like, book's not going to get here in time. I want to read this book. So I went and bought an iPad. I love that. So that I could have read the book. You deserve a little pre. So it's I, a good book, isn't it? It was so good. It was different. It was like strategy because it's like stuff that you you don't ask yourself. You don't think to ask yourself no. those things and to like regroup. And I feel like it'd be something to do like some of her exercises to do after the season's over with. Yes. And it kind of helps you to realign a lot of your priorities. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've had to learn, and this is for our vendor side, there is clients that are for us and there is clients that for both sides, it's not a good fit. Yes. And you have to be able to, you know, be comfortable to say that because it's going to be a better experience for both. Well, I, I tell people too, I'm I'm not in it for a quick sale. I'm not, yeah. you know, if we have to mm-hmm. talk a few times, yeah. I, I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. I always, well, it's my personality in my, like, like if you know me personally, like if I have a question, like I'll ask mm-hmm. it, I'm very comfortable. Like, I ask a lot of questions, especially with some of these, what I think is a little unrealistic and what you would probably think is unrealistic and places I've never heard of and catering. Who's going to light the sternos? Yeah. You know, if, you know, I, I do ask a lot of questions and I'm okay with that because I'm, and I'm, I'm like that in person too. Like when I meet, like I, I need to know, there's things I need to know yeah. to make sure things run efficiently. Yeah. So, um. I agree that there's definitely, and it, and it's sad that when things don't, mm-hmm. you know, but I think too, like that's, that's not just the wedding industry. I think that's like every industry. I agree. I feel like I have friends in everything. I have friends in construction. I have mm-hmm. friends in real estate. I have friends in insurance. I have friends in, I have friends in so many things. I have friends in that, in the healthcare field and they can't, they can't even choose their people. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I feel like if you talk to anyone, like they'll say like, you know, there's a big learning curve working with know people you don't know yeah and there has been times um you know that I've had we've had a client that maybe you know we took on and it wasn't necessarily the best fit um but I do think you grow and learn yeah how do you how did you work through that because you you as the owner and your team you have to kind of like lead through those situations Mm -hmm. and kind of like be a role model to them in a sense of like Cause I feel like everyone handles things differently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how, if someone emails me rudely, like how we might handle those could be like so different. So like, how did you handle that? A few things that I have taken away from those situations is I do not answer the email in the moment. No. Um, I used oh. to, 
I'll be honest, that's like a fault of mine. And um, I have a a mentor, Jamie, who um, she's seen a lot of growth in me over the years, but I used to answer right away and it was a heated response. Yeah. And... When I get heated, I got a little Italian sass, okay? Oh, I can, me too. <laughs> I can I'm light it up. A little spicy, yep. A little spicy, but um, I walk away and I come back to it. And I think logically, and I also think about where they're coming from. Yes. Uh, because I think that so many times um, we have to see the client's point of view. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of stress that goes into it. Maybe there's family stress. Maybe there's other things going on that we don't know about that is motivating that email. Mm-hmm. And it's not personal. I think that's a big thing I try to put my mind. You, can't, not you can't take anything personal, but that's something yeah. that I work on in my private life too. It's interesting yeah. how things in your private life turn into business things mm-hmm. as well. And I think I learned that too. And I think I try and remember like we are the professionals. Like yeah. this stuff is sometimes fun to us. We enjoy it. We're passionate about it. It could really stress someone else out something that doesn't stress us out so sometimes I'm like I'm like oh my god I'm like she's so upset I'm like but it's gonna be okay like everything's gonna work out I'm like I just need to have a quick conversation with such and such and like it will work out but if I think when you're walking into unfamiliar territory which they are it's you know and then you have to maintain your relationship and maintain your job and maintain everything else and that's why I do tell a lot of my clients like just just let me know when things are going on and you know if there's, you know, cause I, sometimes I have like deadlines. I'm like, yeah. let's do this by this time. Let's do this by this time. And if you can't meet them, like, just let me know because I have more time. And yeah, you know, I think that's something that I like learned. I think I learned that even so on the corporate side, because you, you get a lot with the corporate Yeah, people, people really fight you with corporate, I think in country club, like with the standards. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different when you, when it's your own. Mm-hmm. But I think with that, with that's like something big I learned in, when I was doing that and then now. So I think that one thing, um, it took an interesting turn, but it made me a better planner. Is, so I've been married before. I don't, okay. think, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. For all my podcast viewers. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask at the end, like, if, like, what was your, like, what would your dream wedding be? Oh my God. I'm still asking. I don't care. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so I honestly think having a wedding myself gave me a little bit of insight into planning and I plan a little differently now. I was so details, details for all this, blah, blah, blah. And then I had my own wedding and I realized there was family dynamics that I was managing. I had asked at the time I had asked my mother-in-law, I just need you to take the corsages to where the guys are getting ready. And that couldn't be done. There was things that were happening behind the scenes that even my planner wouldn't have known, you know? And so I think that, right. Uh, I look at that now and I try to read those situations mm-hmm. because I do realize that sometimes that stress that is coming to me is not personal. No. And I need to just be that ear to listen. And and I'll say that, like, I'll say that with a bride. If, if there's a really high stress situation on a wedding day from a family standpoint, I say, let's just take a walk. Let's just take a minute. And that's where friend wedding planner Eliza comes in. Yes. Yes. Because sometimes the same they, way. they just need to say, Miranda, what is going on? What's going on? Yep. Because I think the family dynamics are are interesting, and yeah. it's something that I'm learning too. Because when I think of like how my wedding would be, mm-hmm. like it would, it, my I would or how like I would have a very traditional wedding. Yeah. Like, and I say that like in the best way. Like, mm-hmm. my parents are still married, fortunately. Yeah. Like, so I would have a very traditional and like 
you know, it, it would be good. Like there wouldn't be no, cause I would never, oh, uh, no drama on my wedding. Yeah, right. Uh-uh. Last thing was going to be different. Oh no. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I definitely like pick up signs and I yeah. read the room and I, I also, I always make sure I'm very like with my questions, like, you know, who are you going to do your dances with? Who's going to do speeches? Like, cause you can't assume that there's no. one way of things. No. And family dynamics, even with dances, I'm sure you're seeing is there's just, there is a lot that goes into it now. And even mm-hmm. that side of things, you have to help clients. I think that's where like the friend comes in. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. That's where the friend, the friend comes in and you know, like I get it girl. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, wait, what was your question? You were going to ask so Oh, I was going to ask, yeah. like, if you, like, weren't, like, who you are, didn't own your own mm-hmm. successful wedding business, yeah, have all these great photos, like, what would your, like, like, if you had to come to me as a wedding planner, like, would yeah. you come with, like, a like a slideshow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Um, I didn't before, but now I would come to you and I would say, Miranda, I want something that is intimate, it's party, it is meaningful. Um, you know, still a, a mid-level guest count, but I want something, maybe a more private ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. that's a trend that I really do love. And I think that's something that I, I would like to see. And then a big part of my friends that I'm involved in that yes. I'm there. I yes. For a lot of my wedding, I, I was taking photos and I love my photographer friends, you know? Um, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. But I, I want to be there. I want to eat the pretzels and I want to eat the queso that I ordered. Oh yeah. (laughs) And I want to dance, you know? Yeah. I want to have fun. So yeah. What about you? So it's so funny. So (laughs) I've never been married. Yeah. Not even close, but, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a traditional wedding. There's no timeline. Yeah. I would have like a very like welcome party, like a, like Mm -hmm. a lemon, like Italian. Love that. Capri meets rochester <laughs> like very like everyone wears white like fun yeah. and then the day of i would probably have like a so i'd you're gonna like this is gonna be funny when i tell you this i like to, to say vows in front of people Ooh. makes me want to throw up yeah never yeah public speaking no. yeah mm-hmm. i'm the loudest person in the room i could never like that stuff is scary yeah nope i don't want to do it i yeah. i want to i want to do like a first look with like mm-hmm. my dad and my brother because they're just like so emotional and like for them to see me like at, like the first time for the aisle, I don't want to do that to them. But I would have like, like I don't even know. It would be like my wedding people would be like, this is this is weird. Like, what are they doing? Like I'm, I wouldn't have like a normal ceremony. I love that. And then I'd have like a very nice like like stationed like oyster bar, like case like just very like all the food you could think of and like dancing and like yeah. Oh, like martinis, like martini bar, ice sculpture, make your own. I sure love that. Like just wild, crazy, like just not traditional at all. I, like I mean, that. I know that's what my family want, but that's not what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We've heard it from the wedding planners. Okay. <laughs> that's how you do your wedding, everyone. But no, like no timeline. Like I don't, you eat when you eat. Yeah. And you know, yeah. Four dresses. Ooh, you know what? <laughs> that four dresses. Just. Every time people are gonna be like, like people are gonna be like, what is she doing? Like she's crazy. But that's so me. Like no one will be surprised. Honestly, I'm all in favor of the second dress. I wasn't, but now that I've worn the dress, I think you know what? Let's change it to something I can dance. I'll be in, like pajamas by the end of the night. Yeah, like, white pajamas. It's white pajamas. I had a bride that did like a fluffy feather. Um, yeah, I would love to do something like that. Some slippers. Oh yeah, be good. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so like honored that I was like your first person. Oh yeah. I am so excited for this. Hopefully all of you enjoyed it. Um, or maybe we just sounded like we were rambling, but no, but I, you, you, you kept me on track. Cause I'm like all over the place. No, that's how I feel. I am too. But no, you were good. If you joined in as a, uh, Right room. If you joined in as a vendor, we hope that you learned something. Stay tuned. Um, actually, in an upcoming episode, we are going to be talking about family dynamics um, with another planner as well. And Miranda, I would love to have you back. Yeah, so if you I'm coming. Back, we can we can do something else, another topic. I'll bring the champagne. <laughs> right. I think um, it would be it would be cool to do another one like once maybe we because I feel like too, like I feel like 2024 weddings are aggressive. They are. Oh my goodness. Like, as we like like is twenty twenty six, like what are we gonna do? Like I'm I'm scared. Like I think it'd be interesting to see to kinda like maybe do like just like I don't know, like what we're learning along the process. Cause I think things are changing like rapidly. I think they are too. And I will say transparency twenty twenty three. I was not fully booked. I took on some smaller weddings, things like that. Twenty twenty four. Oh yeah. We are booking the boom is back i don't know what the happened along the covid yep. timeline but like there is only a few dates left for for both of us and yeah. i think so for both of our clients, my 2024s are like i have one girl she's so sweet i can't wait to work with her i actually met her through my mom love that they're nurses she has a binder for me yeah october 2024 i'm like yeah girl let's get the binder well and that's what i well, think that makes me feel good because i'm like you know yeah. i can i can get through my year I think a call to action for both of our yeah. clients is that 2024 we are seeing is hot. So very hot. If you want to work with us, I feel like now is the time and and book that and and make it happen. Yeah, so that you can. And I say the more time you give yourself, the better you're. Well, that's do. what that's what I, I I have like a big motto. I th- I feel like I should make merch. Like you still have to date. Yeah. Like you still have to date. Yeah, like that's very important. Absolutely. Like I would love to. Like I I tell my people I'm like. <laughs> Well, let's relax a little bit right now. Like, yeah. like date, like go out on dates, have fun. Like, love that. Yeah. you know, don't, don't make your whole life about getting married. That's what our life's for. Yes. I totally <laughs> agree. I love that. Cheers. 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 Cheers.